0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. New labor contracts at General Motors are going to add more than $9 billion in costs over the next five years. GM says the UAW and Unifor deals will add $575 to the cost of making a vehicle, but it says it's going to completely offset those costs with next year's budget. A key way to do that will be by slowing down investments in electric and autonomous cars and cutting capital spending. In a guidance statement, CEO Mary Barra said GM would develop cars more efficiently and cut fixed and variable costs. She also said GM would deliver slightly lower profits this year of $9.1 to $9.7 billion, but that free cash flow would actually grow by $2 to $3 billion and land in the $10.5 to $11.5 billion range. Barra announced that GM will buy back $10 billion worth of stock and boost the dividend by 33%. And there's no doubt that stock sure needs help. It's down 27% this year and down 23% over the last five years. General Motors is also facing up to market reality and will likely add hybrid models back to its U.S. lineup. GM's strategy was to set hybrids aside and plunge headfirst into EVs to achieve mass-market manufacturing scale. But GM has struggled to launch its EVs. The EV segment in the U.S. is growing slower than expected, and now suddenly hybrids are red-hot in the marketplace. GM says a final decision on bringing back hybrids has not been made yet, but a source at GM told Autoline that the company is developing hybrids to sell in South America, and that it could use those powertrains in the U.S. in case they're needed. So, it should be easy enough for GM to start selling hybrids in the U.S. again. Not only are sales of new EVs starting to slow, used ones are too. According to a new report from IC Cars, Used EV prices in October are down 33.7% compared to a year ago, while the average used car is down only 5.1%. And used EV prices are now about the same as all used cars. Last October, used EV prices were about $53,000. Now it's tumbled to just under $35,000, and the average used car is nearly $31,000. And even though used EV prices are falling, it's taking longer to sell them. Last year, a used EV would be on the market for 37 and a half days on average. Now, that's jumped to 52.4 days in October. And it's the same story for new EVs, which take nearly three times as long to sell as they did a year ago. But those hybrids are picking up the slack and make up seven of the ten fastest selling new vehicles. And because of the slowdown in the EV market in the U.S., a group of dealers is urging President Biden to pull back on EV mandates. The administration has proposed that two out of every three cars sold in 2032 must be electric. But a group of 3,700 dealers calling themselves the EV voice of the customer sent a letter to the president saying the administration should ease up on the mandate because EV demand is slowing and consumers shouldn't be forced to buy them. But the administration is considering one area to give EVs a break. It's discussing giving automakers a temporary reprieve from battery sourcing rules that would disqualify EVs from the full $7,500 tax credit if they use battery parts or minerals from foreign countries the US doesn't have free trade agreements with, like China. The rules go into effect in 2024 and 2025, but the auto industry says it hasn't built up the supply chain in North America to meet the mandate. The Treasury Department is expected to issue a guidance this week that will reveal details about how much content from non-free trade partners is allowed. With Tajin Automotive Technologies, we combine world-class composite materials expertise with cutting-edge designs, because frankly, there are better ways to lightweight vehicles. So lighten up with Tajin Automotive technology the formula for better mobility. Remember when in-wheel hub motors seemed like the next big thing? Or at least they did to me when I first saw them about 10 years ago? Hub motors take all the drive and braking components of an EV and package them into the space behind the wheels. The main benefit is a lot more room. But no one has really been able to bring the tech to the market. So far, we think Lordstown was the closest with the endurance pickup. However, the Hyundai group might have a solution that it calls Uniwheel, or what I like to call Hub Motor light. Instead of packaging all the drive and braking components behind the wheel, the Uniwheel only features the gear reduction system for the electric motors, which are much smaller than typical EV motors, and placed much closer to the wheels. It says it went through a lot of design iterations before coming up with a setup that allows the wheel to move in all directions while still providing continuous power. While the Uniwheel takes up more space than a real hub motor, It takes care of problems like not having to worry about exposing the wiring for the motors. And it is still smaller than a traditional EV drive system, which will clear up interior room and or the possibility for more batteries. No word on when we might see this tech, but Hyundai shows how it could be used for a wide variety of vehicles, including a sporty one with torque vectoring. It says it has tested the system up to 120 kilometers an hour, or over 74 miles an hour, and up to 1,200 newton meters, or over 880 pound-feet of torque. But it's still developing the system and working on the right gear ratios for mass production. Although it did say it's filed eight patents related to Uniwheel in South Korea, the U.S., and Europe. Well that was fast, it only took BYD seven months to sell 200,000 units of its small electric car, the Seagull. The model sells for about $10,500 to $12,500. But even at that low price, we believe BYD is still making a profit with that much volume. The real test for BYD will be trying to maintain the Seagull's growth. Wu Ling was able to keep its little electric, the Mini EV, going by coming out with a number of different versions but even its popularity has begun to taper off. Battery swapping sure seems to be gaining momentum in China. Last week, Neo signed a deal with Chang'an to partner on battery swapping, and now it's signing another deal, this time with Geely. Like its deal with Chang'an, Neo and Geely will jointly develop battery swapping models, build and share swapping stations, and work to establish battery swapping standards. So what do you think? Could battery swapping be the solution to range anxiety and charging time? Yesterday, we covered the official unveiling of the Toyota Tacoma, and that got us focused on what's going on in the midsize pickup segment in the U.S. market. There's been a sea change that kind of caught us off guard, and we think you'll be surprised by the sales numbers. The Tacoma continues to dominate the segment, with sales that are three times more than the second-place Chevrolet Colorado. And then look who's in third place, none other than the Nissan Frontier, followed closely by the Jeep Gladiator. And amazingly, the Honda Ridgeline is handily outselling the Ford Ranger, which in turn is not that far in front of the Hyundai Santa Cruz. The GMC Canyon rounds out the segment in last place. But these sales rankings could change soon. All-new redesigns of the Colorado and Canyon just hit the market, and Ford is about to unleash an all-new Ranger. Even so, Nissan and Honda are doing a whole lot better than we ever expected to see. Toyota is reintroducing the Land Cruiser 70, which first came out in 1984, and it just went on sale in Japan. And at its core, not a whole lot has changed since then. It still features an old-school ladder frame with leaf springs in the back, coils up front, and solid front and rear axles, but with a few modern amenities thrown in. The lighting is a definite upgrade, so is the interior, and it comes with a 2.8-liter diesel that makes 150 kilowatts, or about 200 horsepower. That engine is mated to a 6-speed automatic transmission. Pricing for the Land Cruiser 70 starts at roughly $32,500. Tomorrow, Tesla officially delivers the Cybertruck to retail customers, and that will shine the spotlight on electric pickups. But like we're seeing elsewhere in the EV market, that electric pickup segment might turn out to be a lot smaller than expected. And that's what we'll get into on Autoline After Hours tomorrow with Warren Brown of RFQ Insights and Sam Abu Submit from Guidehouse Insights and we might have a little surprise in store. So, be sure to tune in tomorrow to learn who's got the right strategy for the electric pickup war. That's a wrap for today's show. See ya. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Intrepid control systems. Over the air engineering. Boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At CES January 9th through 12th, 2024, Intrepid's looking forward to seeing you at our booth 3666 Las Vegas Convention Center in the West Hall. We'll be demonstrating the latest and greatest in the software-defined vehicles and zonal architectures. Automotive Ethernet technologies like 10Base T1S and multi-gigabit. See you at CES 2024 Las Vegas Convention Center in West Hall booth, 3666, or visit intrepidcs.com sales. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.